Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to an exciting new episode of Killionaire, a podcast dedicated to the rise and eventual demise of no one in particular except the person who fulfills the criteria of becoming a trillionaire. We believe that person to be Jeff Bezos based on his current net worth and trajectory. My name is Timothy Andrew Batt. Joined live from Moscow at the time by Guy Montgomery. Um... It's been a big week for me keeping company with Galena. I know that you keep wanting to bang on about Jeff Bezos, and so too do I. But um, yeah, it's just it's nice to be talking to a familiar a familiar friend. Nice to be speaking to my mother tongue again. Actually, it's really good to have you on the line, guy. And I would just first of all like you to tell me what the weather's doing in uh, Moscow. Yeah, well, it's not warm, Tim. Mm. Um, but in saying that, it's also not cold. It's uh. It's about six in the morning here, nineteen degrees Celsius. Nineteen's um, all right. Yeah, you know, but that can't be right. <laughs> Do you think that the thermometer's broken that you're looking at? I think the thermometer's broken because it it, it feels more like eight degrees at this hour at okay. six a.m. But yeah. <laughs> at a guess, yeah. Maybe the thermometer's forecasting somewhere, somewhere between eight and nineteen degrees. Yeah. C. I get so it. the 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 famously long tail of the Moscow summer. Uh, yeah. We're almost at the end of. As we look forward to what should hopefully be a prosperous fall. I got to be totally honest with you. I was expecting to be talking to you uh, back in New Zealand by this stage, and I am surprised that you're still in Moscow to conduct the conversation. Having a huge amount of trouble getting out. Yeah, I was wondering if there was a reason that you insisted on staying in Moscow. Uh, well, does being caught by the Russian police with, I don't know, Tim, 15 kilograms of uranium and an ounce of Novichok sound like it might be reason for... Dude, I'm not surprised, but I am saddened to hear that. <laughs> That's right. So I'm still staying with Galena now less as a sort of... Um, border or someone who's staying in their house mm. and more it turns out that galena is secret service for russia oh. and i'm staying with her in the sense that i am in prison oh. and she is the warden oh shit yeah okay wow russian prison i can't imagine that's a great place to be it's not a great place for me i'll tell you yeah what is the vibe tell us a bit about the characters and 
cast of players that you're dealing with on a daily basis in these uh, Russian prisons? Uh, well, there's pretty much a main guy called Vlad. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense to me. You don't want to fuck with him. So yep. he he's kind of the boss, uh-huh. and everything runs through Vlad. Big guy? Huge, yeah. I've heard a lot of stuff about prison, so I'd like to throw some questions at you to see Please. if the stereotypes are real. Do cigarettes exist as an unofficial currency behind bars? Uh, no, cigarettes do exist, but they're, they're largely for smoking. And then also, if, if you're not smoking them, you can use them to sort of uh, trade or buy and sell different materials from behind bars. Okay, great. Uh, second, is there a library situation akin to Andy Dufresne? Uh, like, do you have free know, reign to I get know. in there and school yourself up on subjects? There's not a library as such, but there is a huge room at the end of one of the corridors, and it's just filled with books. And so you can go out there and read them in there or, or borrow them and take them back to your cell, but not a library per se. Is there any pornography in the library? Uh, not, a, not, a not a lot of pornography, but there, there are some magazines on one of the racks that feature uh, various different photos of of people in the nude. Tell us about your cellmates. Who are you in there with? I, I imagine you're probably not bunking solo. No, no. Uh, it's me and three others. We call ourselves the Cabbage Patch Boys. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's me, a guy called Gordon, another guy called Oscar, and then another guy called... Joseph. Gordon, Oscar, <laughs> Joseph and Guy, just four typical prisoners in a Russian prison. Yeah, we're the Cabbage Patch Boys, so we just kind of fucking... <laughs> Sorry, that name's really <laughs> caught me off guard. The Cabbage Patch Boys. Now, what kind of respect do you command uh, in, in the prison? Amongst one another? Oh, uh, that wasn't the, really the, the question. The utmost respect. Sure, and what about externally? How Outside are you of the cell? If I could use the analogy of a ladder, yeah, uh, the top of the ladder being the most desirable or respected position, and the Glad. bottom of the ladder being sort of the the lowest, yeah, I'd describe us as the bottom rung of the ladder. I see. That's yeah. not good. So, are you doing anything to work your way up to try and endear uh, your fellow prisoners to the Cabbage Patch Boys? We're swapping a lot of recipes. We are planning to try and establish ourselves as dab hands in the kitchen so that we can start winning over the hearts and minds of some of the hungrier uh, prisoners. Well, you've been well prepared for this, because you've been hanging out with some of the best cooks in Russia, from my understanding. Absolutely. So are you all about Galina? She is a double-crossing son of a bitch who has landed me in prison here. I would argue that she's sort of... I can't can't remember what the legal terminology is. Entrapment? Yes, entrapment, 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 entrapment. I wish I had you in my court of law one week ago. I have been entrapped. Oh, fuck. Have you already had your court case? Yeah, they pushed it through super fast. Oh, that's not good. Have you been sentenced? Sentenced? Yeah. Uh, I haven't been been sentenced as such, but I've been told how long I'm staying here for. Oh, okay. How long is that? (laughs) Life. Wow. This is grim as hell. Yeah. We started with such a simple idea. (laughs) <laughs> to make Jeff Bezos a trillionaire and murder him. But now it's all gone pear-shaped. My well, man is in a Russian prison for the rest of his life. Yeah, and the worst part is that most of the Cabbage Patch boys are getting out next week. Fuck me, dude. It gets worse and worse. <laughs> so, look, have you been making any plans to get in with another group? Uh, well, that's part of what the frantic learning of recipes is. I am doing what I can, but um, I'm sort of what, what you might call... um poison to the others i'm i'm not desirable company i don't know why that is huh is it because you're foreign 
I mean, obviously, Joseph and Oscar are very Russian names, so I figure they're probably locals. Gordon is also Russian. Yes, that was the the fourth member of the Cabbage Patch Boys. Yeah, Yeah. they're all Russian. Mm. Not you, though. You're a Kiwi. I am from New Zealand. You do look and sound very New Zealand-ish. Well, yeah. Um, But so I'm, I'm sort of desperately learning, you know, pelmini recipes, borscht, even though I swore off it, solyanka. Pierogi, palmini, blini. Yeah, we've been down the list. Beef stroganoff. Not learning beef stroganoff. You're not learning that. No, Why not? I refuse. It'd be probably quite hard to get good quality cuts of beef inside the big house. It is. Uh, so, yeah, I am, let's go over the facts here, in a prison in Moscow, yes. sharing a cell with three of my friends, the Cabbage Patch Boys. They're all due to be released next week. Mm. I seem to be serving out a life sentence for the crime of entrapment. Galena <laughs> well, was not who she presented herself as. That's kind of your determination, not the court's. I got caught worth 15 kilograms of uranium, mm-hmm. an ounce of Novichok. Mm-hmm. I am using my one phone call to record this podcast. Yeah. And God bless for doing that. That's cool. That's, that's a cool thing to that's do. That's the situation. Here's what I think you should do if you're looking for advice. Please. I think you need to go head first into religion. I think you need to go Russian Orthodox. I think it's your only way through and out of this. I think um, you really need to get yourself involved in the literature. I don't know anything about Russian Orthodoxy, but... Uh, it's probably a fascinating religion. I imagine um, it's probably got some interesting views about how certain people live their lives, but I honestly don't know. Well, I'm going to head on down to the giant book room yep. uh, and see if I can't find some sort of contract whereby I can borrow one of these books on Russian orthodoxy. Yeah. I will take any advice I can get right now. How are you going? What's news on the outside? Dude, things are going great here, man. It feels like summer's just knocking on the door. I've been wearing shorts for the last two weeks and hanging out outside with my dog, reading books, drinking cocktails. It has been a true blissful dream of a fortnight. I've loved it. I'm happy to hear it. I, yeah, in fact, everyone in New Zealand's living like this at the moment. There was um, Man, I don't this, hear this weird kind of chemtrail is... event where all these planes went overhead and dispersed some sort of thick, dense gas, and everyone's just been living it up ever since. No crimes, no fights. It's all lovely stuff. Hold on. Can you go back? What there was some sort of chemical trail from the back of a plane that's... Several planes. Cannot stress that enough. It feels altered the behaviour of our. Feels like a combination Anzac effort because I did recognise the RNZAF logo, which ironically is a Kiwi on the, the back. The of The New of Zealand them. Air Force, yeah. have flown some sort of chemical substance up and down the length of the nation. Not just them, but the Aussies are involved too. Because I saw some planes I ain't recognised. Can you describe how you felt before the planes flew overhead? Pretty normal. And how do you feel now? Pretty good. And pretty no- good. Pretty good is supposed to be better than pretty normal? Absolutely, yeah. Normal, you go up and down, but in this post-chemtrail New Zealand, everyone's just up and up all the time. There's Man, no down. I was jealous, but this sounds pretty bad. Last time I spoke to you, you were doing some coding uh, on some sort of alternative um, online store to Amazon. Do you remember any of this? I had to shelve the project, unfortunately. Why did you have to shelve the project? I had a wall. It turns out I don't know how to code. 
You told me you'd been coding for a week. At yeah, the I know, time. I know, and I thought I had been, but it turns out I I was using a website builder. I I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know what I was up to. So, can you just to get a timeline? Have you heard of Squarespace? Yeah, I was using that, and I was under the mistaken impression that I was writing lines of computer code. What were you writing? I was writing a website. What's the website about? The website is about a crazy conspiracy theory I stumbled onto that the New Zealand Air Force were teaming up with the Australian Air Force to deploy emotion-changing chemicals into the atmosphere. And was this before or after the planes flew overhead? Before. And now that you mention it, wicked coincidence. That is pretty unlikely. Pretty unlikely, isn't it? I don't believe, nor do I now, the conspiracy theory, though. It was all nonsense. Silly. It sounds like you either forecast, predicted, or influenced what has happened here. I, I just stumbled across some fucking crazy guy who was spouting about this on his website. More of a blog. Yeah. And then I, I was coding a website based on this information to put it in a better form and have a bit of commentary on it. And then it happened. Uh, then the chemtrail event happened. Yeah, now like fuck all of that, you know. And you don't see any connection between what you see would happen. And I just don't know why you'd. You'd worry like to about distance it. yourself from the theory that you had. I, it's distance. I, this is a strong word. It's just hey, let's go outside. You know what I mean? It's a good time, baby. It's summer. Are the shops open? Shops are open. You can take what you need, and uh, <laughs> take what you need. What do you mean? <laughs> they just open the doors. They've opened the doors. Cash doesn't um, play a huge feature in society here. What anymore. is happening in New Zealand? I don't get the news. We're having a good time. So we don't make no- the news anymore. Now, that's a really important part of this. News is off. It was bumming everyone out, so we stopped doing it. So what? You just live in this newsless, cashless, sort of open-door policy society? Hey, you got it, babe. <laughs> Can you still go online? We've got the internet, but it's kind of like it's a little, uh, it's more, a little different, a little more rudimentary, a little, a little more rudimentary, a little slower. We're blocking certain things from coming in because um, it's just going to be a bummer if people get into it. You know, so avoid the bummers. Wow. On one hand, it sounds really exciting and in many ways a, a glimpse into what you know might be a global future. And on the other hand, it sounds quite terrifying and like the entire nation has fallen under the spell of some sort of, I don't know who could design or implement this kind of idea. But um, Oh, we I, know who did it. Stephen Tyndall. The owner of the Warehouse franchise, Stephen Tyndall. Founder of the Warehouse. Thank you very much. Yeah, he teed it up. Good guy. What did he say? He said, this one's on me. And what's he doing and now? Then, and then he said, the milky bars are on me. Did he throw chocolate bars out? No, he got in the plane. The plane <laughs> took off and then all these chemtrails rained down on us. With these, he said, um, this one's on me. This one's on me. The milky bars are on me. Who was flying the other planes? The Australians. <laughs> so he flew the one RNZ. He didn't fly. He got in it. He can't fly a plane. Okay. Where is he now? Stephen Tyndall? Yeah. Dude, he has taken up residence in the Sky Tower. He's on the bit that's got the circulating windows. Used to be a restaurant. Orbit. Now it's Stephen Tyndall's apartment and fuck palace. It's pretty cool. I went to a party there last week. Is he still doing 
speeches or press releases or anything he is actually so an interesting thing has happened he rounded up a little bit of crew and some equipment and now instead of having the news he is effectively letting us know what's going on day to day (laughs) and what is he saying good stuff man Really enjoyable stuff. Letting us know how it's going in Tikawiti. Letting us know how it's going in Bluff. Uh, letting us How's know- it going in Bluff? It's good. It's all good. <laughs> it's sweet as. So it's really... It's says, the feeling you get boots on the ground that everything is good. Yeah, man, because Stephen says it is. And the thing <laughs> but that But when he, you talk to other people, if you leave the house and yeah. you talk to your neighbour and you say, hey, how are you? What yeah. will they say? They say good. There's a what thing, do their eyes say? Well, it's weird you bring that up. <laughs> Because there's a lot more darting than there used to be. Like eye darting. Like they feel guilty. Not guilty per se, kind of looking around, seeing if anyone's looking at them when, when we start having a chat. <laughs> it's very unusual behavior. And are your eyes darting more? No, dude, I'm having a blissful time. Full of bliss. It's blissmas. Whose terminology? It's Stevens. <laughs> What day's Blissmas? Every day is Blissmas in Aotearoa. That's another thing that he says. So, the Amazon alternatives down the tubes. Um, it's more like that's not important anymore. What it, What is important? What are you getting out of bed for every day in Bliss uh, for Blissmas? What I like to do is get out of the house. I've actually taken the door off the hinge. Um, which is pretty Cold. not the easiest thing in the world to do. It's warmed up a little bit in New Zealand. You've been away from home too long, baby boy. I'm in Auckland, so it's fine. But you've got to, like, jimmy the pin out of the hinge. It's a, it's sort of a three-person operation because you've got to lift it off. But we've been going around helping everyone else do this as well. And then, Is this by choice or does everyone have to do this? Mm, it is strongly recommended that you remove all the doors in your house. And <laughs> by so, who? Stephen, and and why does Stephen want that? Because he wants no more bummers, dude. And doors are just like a kind of bummer creator. But, but doors can be nice; they can provide privacy. No, we don't need privacy anymore. So we've lifted all the doors. What do you off. mean you don't know privacy? You're we big, don't need it. We don't need it. You're anymore. a big privacy guy. Mm. You're a big privacy advocate. Things change. I like what? to get out of bed, walk out the door frame that used to contain a door, and then just get a big lung full of that gorgeous New Zealand air. And is the air noxious with fumes at all, or is it just as it was when I left? I don't like the term noxious. Rich? Yeah, rich. That's good. I like that. It's rich. Huh. You should come back. Would that I could, Tim. Sounds like you could use a guy like me. Sounds like Stephen could use some of that goddamn Novichok I just lost. I don't think that's such a good idea. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Why would you want to poison Stephen? Why? It sounds like Stephen might be getting a little big for his boots. Mm, a lot of people have been saying that, actually. Who's been saying that? A lot of people, dude. So I went to a what they're calling our town hall meeting, which we had to have in the sewer. It was very, yeah, it was pretty wild. And well, uh, If all the doors are open, why would you have the meeting in the sewer? Well, that, that wasn't my idea. I went to, Whose idea was it to have the I had a bit of FOMO because I saw these people disappearing into the sewer. What did they look like? like? Were they smiling? Must be sweet ass. They look pretty, like, grim and serious. And then, um, so I got to that, and there was a lot of discussion happening about people's rights and civil liberties and what happened to democracy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And there's been a lot of discussion on what should happen next with Stephen, and people are getting some pretty big ideas. And how did you feel about You're an ideas, man. So maybe you should hang out with these guys. Um, I felt pretty weird to be there. I wasn't on board with anything they were saying. But... A party's a party at the end of the day, and sometimes it's just nice to hang out. I can hear a liquid where you are. Have you got your hands on some vodka? No. Uh, Galena is taunting me. She's got a half-full bottle of water, and she's holding it through the... That is messed up. Yeah. God, that's unfortunate. I haven't had a drink in five days. Alcohol or anything? Anything. That's bad. Yeah. I thought people died after about three. Yeah, they, they some do. Okay, gotcha. How are you feeling? Uh, thirsty. Like, deathly so? It's hard to, hard to say, really. Until you don't you... feel like you're dying. Well, I don't feel like I'm living. Yeah, fair enough. you got to get busy doing one of those things, eh? i got to get busy getting my hands on one of these books. Hmm. got to read about Russian Orthodoxy. Tim, I want you to stay very careful. Yeah, man, always careful, always good. I know that everything's feeling really positive over there, but something's not quite adding up. Huh. How many of these calls do you get? One. Uh, oh, is that it? Yeah. Huh. Well, I've got another town hall meeting, so I'm going to go see what everyone's up to at that. You enjoy yourself, and I uh, hope, hope you get some water. Yeah, man, I guess I'll talk to you in another life. Maybe. Bye, guy.
please can I have some of that? 